Do you know that certain peptides can benefit those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? If you want to learn more about how peptides can help with thyroid autoimmunity and other chronic conditions, then you'll want to check out the brand new Peptide Summit hosted by Dr. Jenny Flagar. In fact, peptides play a huge role in helping Dr. Jenny overcome her Hashimoto's condition. To register for the free Peptide Summit, visit SayMyThyroid.com forward slash peptides. Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and today's question focuses on ashwagandha. So the question is, are there risks with taking ashwagandha for those with thyroid conditions? So ashwagandha, which is also known as withania somnifera, so this is an adaptogenic herb, and I absolutely love ashwagandha as it supports the HPA axis, which is the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. So it's great for those with high cortisol levels, also could be beneficial for those with low cortisol levels. Although I will say when I recommend it, it usually is more for those with high cortisol levels. One of the concerns though with ashwagandha, especially in those with hyperthyroidism, including Graves' disease, toxic multinodular goiter, is that ashwagandha could also affect the HPT axis, which is the hypothalamic pituitary thyroid axis. And so in some cases, in some People with hyperthyroidism, it could actually increase the hyperthyroidism, which is not a good thing, of course. Now, for those with hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, I don't see a problem with taking ashwagandha. Again, there's always going to be exceptions. Someone could react to any herb. Someone could be allergic to any herb. So I can't say that even those with Hashimoto's, that 100% of people with Hashimoto's will do perfectly fine with ashwagandha. But most people with Hashimoto's or non-autoimmune hypothyroid conditions seem to do fine with ashwagandha. And I will say that most people with hyperthyroidism do fine with ashwagandha as well. So I can't say that I never recommend ashwagandha to my hyperthyroid patients, but there is some cause for concern. I would say about 90% of people will do fine taking ashwagandha. And that's that's a pretty good percentage. However, that's still you know around 10% of people who might not do well with ashwagandha, who might actually be hyper. So let's say if you were to go to a forum or a Facebook group where there's 5,000 people and ashwagandha is a common herb. So you might get a few thousand people who have taken ashwagandha. So let's say you get 2,000 people out of a group of 5,000 that are taking ashwagandha. So you're maybe talking about 200 people who might have experienced increase in ashwagandha. So if someone posts in the group, has anybody had experience with ashwagandha, you might get a few dozen people posting that they didn't do well with ashwagandha. But for that 200 people who didn't do well, you'll get approximately 1,800 people who did fine with ashwagandha. So that being said, I'm not suggesting that everyone with hyperthyroidism should take ashwagandha. There's definitely other adaptogenic herbs one can take. And if someone has high cortisol, there are other options such as phosphatidylserine, there's relora. So it really comes down to risk versus benefits. I'm only saying that there is a small risk with hyperthyroidism, but it doesn't mean that everyone with hyperthyroidism will have an increase in hyperthyroidism when taking ashwagandha. And I also should add that if someone with hyperthyroidism takes ashwagandha 
and the hyperthyroidism increases, stopping the ashwagandha should help those thyroid hormone levels to, to lower down to where they were before they were taking the ashwagandha. So it's not like taking iodine, for example. Iodine, in some cases, again, some people do fine with iodine, but iodine sometimes will increase the hyperthyroidism. And sometimes even when they stop the iodine, the hyperthyroidism may persist. So I haven't seen that with ashwagandha. But as I always say, when it comes to supplements, especially when talking about it on platforms like my podcast or YouTube channel, it really is up to the person. I, I do give specific recommendations to patients, but I can't give specific recommendations to people listening. So I can't really tell anybody to take ashwagandha or not to take ashwagandha. So really it is up to you. I just wanted to answer this question and hopefully you learn some things about ashwagandha. Like I said, if you have hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's, in most cases, it's perfectly fine to take ashwagandha with hyperthyroidism, including Graves, toxic multinodular goiter, subacute thyroiditis. Most of those people also will do fine, but there is a small risk of having the hyperthyroidism increase. So that's all I wanted to discuss with regards to ashwagandha. And I hope you found this episode to be valuable. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review. Thank you so much for tuning in. One thing I should have mentioned is when it comes to ashwagandha and hyperthyroidism, I usually I'm not recommending just a plain ashwagandha supplement to my hyperthyroid patients. Now, I can't say I, I've never done that, but most of the time it's a combination formula, meaning that it has multiple herbs. So the dosage of ashwagandha isn't as high as if one were to take ashwagandha by itself. So if someone has high cortisol, then frequently I will give a complex that has multiple natural agents, including some ashwagandha. And then there's an adrenal tonic I commonly recommend when someone has low cortisol levels. And that also has ashwagandha, but also has some licorice root and a few other herbs. So once again, rarely do I give ashwagandha by itself. Usually it is in combination with other herbs. And as a result, the person with hyperthyroidism isn't taking really high doses of ashwagandha. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.